Hello and a warm welcome to the TNC Podcast. Look, we've been going for a very long while here on the TNC Podcast. We have covered promotions, relegations, look, even mid-table mediocrity. But something we've never covered here on the TNC is Ipswich Town beating Norwich City in an East Anglian derby. 14 years, 14 years, Norwich City. Feels good. 14 years, 14 years, I say. I say. 14 years, 14 years, Norwich City. Played football the, the Norwich, Norwich way. way. 14 years, 14 years, Norwich City. 14 years, 14 years, I say. I say. 14 years, 14 years, Norwich City. <sighs> Playing football the Norwich way. Just tasting this coffee, Chris. You know what it tastes like? East Anglian dominance. 14 years. Undefeated. Johnny scoring. Having fun. Having fun. Another season. That Ipswich cannot beat us. Merry Christmas. Ipswich scum. Good to see you. <laughs> How have we not been battered? Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I absolutely it. love it. Are we celebrating a draw? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. And the more it boils their piss, I'm totally fine with it. No, mm. it was a big game for them. Well, it was their cup final, wasn't it? And they have bottled it, bottled it, bottled it. Mate, they could have been out of sight in the first half. Could have, it could have got messy, couldn't it? Yeah. Their finishing was just tragic. <laughs> oh, tragic. Premier League? You're having a laugh. Look, it's nice to... Um, look, so much has happened, actually, since our last podcast. Because we've we've had a win at Cow Road since we last spoke yes. as well. Against Sheffield Wednesday. That is kind of paled into relevance after, after Saturday's game. Only one loss in seven now for David Vargas, yeah. Norwich City. Has he turned it round? Could could a playoff push beyond? Look, let's. Um, this is. I, I'm trying to think of my overriding relief from the weekend. It, I, look, I was. I actually enjoyed the game. I think. I think I enjoyed the game. Maybe yeah. I was just being slightly sadistic. Um, but I'm just. I'm relieved, and I'm so glad that those boys dug in and showed a bit of character. Because how often, Chris, have we gone behind this season and just rolled over and let the opposition sort of tickle our belly? And that's what I thought might happen on Saturday when Broadhead popped up after his, you know, fifth chance of the game and finally scored. I thought this is going to get messy, yeah. and it didn't. Mate, look, we've we've criticised the, the players this season, and rightly so. Yes, they deserve the criticism. But my God, did those boys turn up at Portaloo Road on Saturday? Pride, passion, fight, belief, desire, courage. That is exactly what we know this Norwich City side have got, Jack. Mm. And now we know they've got it. Let's use this as a platform yeah, yeah. to get into the playoffs. We've, we've seen that they can do it. Uh, seriously, you know, I know it was a draw, but I'm proud of the way that the boys, you know, held themselves. Mm. Um, you know, I really, really am. I thought that, that you know, from, from Angus Gunn in goal to Ashley Barnes up top, they, they all showed everything that, that was required yeah. to, to get a result in the derby away at Portaloo Road. Um, and, and do you know what I need to... A special mention to Ashley Barnes, Big Bad Barnes, yeah? What was it, four minutes in? Yeah. Yeah? 
completely nowhere near the ball, keepers off the pitch, and he just absolutely takes him out. Mm. And do you know what? Good. Mm. I said turn it into a fight. I said yeah. turn it into a boxing match. But that really set our stall out. Mm. Yeah? We're not here to pussyfoot around. Mm. Don't mess with Norwich City Football Club. Ashley Barnes, I love that from mm. you. And I think you, you put out a stat on the TNC accounts, Chris, and, and Norwich City are better when Ashley Barnes is in that team. Yes. And I watched the I watched the 90 minutes on Saturday and thought, and there were a couple of moments where, you know, Barnes could have maybe done a bit better. He was absolutely exhausted by the end. Yeah. Gave the ball away for the second goal. I think the criticism of that was slightly harsh. It was he was in a tight space. But spoke to Benjamin Bloom on the channel, who by the way, go and check those videos out because Ben's always top notch. Um, and he said, being at Portman Road, you could feel that Barnes was just dragging yeah. those players over the line. Yeah. And I love that the, the relationship we're starting to see between Ida and Barnes, not necessarily even from a playing perspective, but Ida loves Barnes. Yeah, he yeah, almost yeah. looks, yeah. the smile that he, yeah. he gives Barnes when he sees him is almost like he's his son. You know, oh, and it's yeah. like a father kind of son relationship. It's son. brilliant. I see it as disciple. <laughs> If I was Adam Eder, I'd be rolling out the red carpet when he turns up to call me every day. <laughs> oh, I really would. I just, I just, oh, this, this is the, I love what we got on Saturday. I really do. Um, it kind of frustrates me that we've, that we've not seen this level of character. Yeah. And I think it's fair to say the whole of this season until that game. Mm. Um, the, the willingness, um, you know, bravo, win or die. The lads really showed a bit yeah. of that on Saturday. Um, and it's about time. Jack, we've got a couple of uh, announcements I'm to make. I'm out of breath we? after all of that. Well, you know, you've got... And, and we said off cat. you know, Jack said to me before we started, it's like, Chris, can't, you know, calm it down, Chris, calm it down. I said, no, you know what, Jack? No. I said, no, you can back off. I'm not calming down because this season has been stale, hasn't mm. it? Let's be honest. Stale to shite. Yeah, well, it has, isn't it? Sounds right? like it sounds, sounds, um, sounds like they're going at a horse racing. Well, track. absolutely, stale to shy, right? And so, but you've got to enjoy the ups, haven't you? You yeah. know, and, and you know, and Ipswich fans will be saying, "Oh, oh, an up is drawing against us." Well, yeah, it's fourteen years. I, I, I did find it funny that fourteen years you haven't even tickled our balls. Fourteen? Yeah, no, seriously, fourteen years. It was amazing. And fourteen years. Do you know what? I know. I'm sorry, Jack. Right, fourteen years. I'll tell you. And big thanks to the new revamped BBC Sport. I page. saw this on the BBC. Um, a little yeah, bit naughty yeah. from Mr. Butler. Big up, big up, uh, Robbie B. Well, actually, um, it, it was Chris. Robbie Gorham B. And, is that what you call him now? I don't your, know. I'm just, just winding him up now. Uh, Chris Gorham and, and Mike Saul have put this list together. Twelve things that happened since Ipswich last beat Norwich. Here we go. The iPad was launched. Instagram has been launched. Prince William and Harry have both got married and had five children between them. Norwich have scored a total of 993 goals. Norwich Bloody Union hell. became Aviva. <laughs> Harry Kane made his professional debut and became England's highest ever goal scorer. Declan Rudd from this has made his professional debut and had an entire career <laughs> and retired. Big up Declan Rudd, by the way. Legend. Former guest on the uh, TNC podcast. In 09, Alex Ferguson still had four years left at Manchester United. <laughs> London 2012 was still over three years away in 2009. Both Ipswich and Norwich had eight permanent managers each. There have been six prime ministers, Brown, Cameron, May, Johnson, Truss and Sunak. In 2009, here's my favourite one, Ed Sheeran was about to start college. Amazing. 
I saw a brilliant picture of a... Of they a, of they a, can't beat us. I saw a brilliant picture of a father and son outside Portman Road after the game. And no word of lie, this kid was six foot plus and in his lifetime has never seen Ipswich Town beat Norwich City. He was 14 years old, just turned 14. Amazing. Um, let's do our announcements. Yeah, let's Sorry. do it, actually. Quick tangent. Look, Gabby Sauer was brilliant on Saturday yeah. and he's been very gener- generous, generous, yeah. with us recently. He gifted us a signed shirt. We raffled it off for Big C. The, the winner will be announced on Monday, so keep an eye out on, on our social media platforms for that. We raised... Over two and a half thousand pounds for Big C, Norfolk Away, than his cancer charity. Christ. You, you, the listeners, the watchers. Yeah, we did nothing. 2,690 quid in the Big C uh, tin. So thank you very much. I very, very much appreciate um, everyone. You know, two, two pound, five pound, ten pound. You know, you might not have won it, but you've you've given to Made a fantastic cause. So thank you. And, and actually, I should probably say, we're working on something in the mm. background. I probably shouldn't say this. You might tell me off of this. We're working on something in the back in the background for 2024 with regards to Big C and you know certain things. And trust me, stay tuned to the TNC socials because 2024 is getting bigger and better. Absolutely. Um, so thank you so much for that. And um, we might repost it, but if you go on, you might be able to find it on the Big C website. <clears throat> we went to the Big C lab very in here in Norwich um, they're doing some incredible things in terms yeah. of research to try and help um, cancer fingers crossed not be a thing in the future and it was so nice to see where all of the money that we've raised you guys have raised over the years has gone um, I think we're at 35,000 pounds really now, so right um, okay remarkable and the last thing to plug and we should talk about him now Johnny Wright he came from Coldy, he's running down the wing, he'll run at you and you can't do anything. He's fucking magic <laughs> and don't you fucking know, his name is Johnny, Johnny Johnny Rowe. So, so delighted, Chris. No fear. Talk the talk, walk the walk, stuck it in the back of the scummer's net, superb. Absolutely. Look, if you want to get these t-shirts, loads of you are asking if they're still on sale. Yes, they are. Today, Monday, the very last day, I think you can get them bef- if you want them guaranteed to arrive before Christmas. Ooh. Links in the description. Uh, all the funds go to help keep this channel afloat. Um, so Johnny yes, Ray. they are still on sale, as well as the Gabby Sarah mugs. You can also find them over there. Um, Monday, it might be Tuesday, final delivery for Christmas. And I know a lot of you blokes have probably left your gifts late, so get involved. Johnny Rowe, let's have a go. And he had a go, didn't he, Jack? Mate. He tried an overhead kick in the derby. I am. Confident. Look, I was dubious whether, at the start of the season, because we haven't seen too much of Johnny Rowe, I was dubious whether he could mix it with the big boys. Are you joking me? Well, yeah, but he's young. Like, so many... Listen. So many times I've seen young players come in and maybe not quite cut, you know, cut the mustard. Pardon the pun. Cut. (laughs) This This guy is... This guy is seriously, seriously special. And I loved it, you know, put out a tweet on, was it Thursday? Yeah. Bring on the fucking derby, he yeah. said. Good. And I read that and I thought, yeah, that's what I needed. You oh, know, that, yeah. that injected some passion into my bloodstream. Yeah. And I thought, you know what, he will back it up. Nine goals before the East Anglian derby, he's now up to 11. He didn't have too many touches in the game. Two of them were goals. The first one was brilliant, the second one was brilliant. 
I love. You know what? You know what? My favourite thing. I've been watching Johnny Rowe highlights all weekend. I cannot stop watching them because I tell you what. I loved Chris. It was the celebration for the second goal. Oh, don't stop. He's giving it this to the Ipswich fans oh. now. Only Johnny will know exactly what that meant. But he 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 goes to the um, away fans. Yeah. You know what that stands oh. like at, at Portman Road, yeah, and it's absolutely absolutely. One, I don't know if you've noticed it. One of the things I enjoyed that wasn't um, in regard to Johnny Rowe was a Norwich fan launched a steak pie onto the pitch. And oh, Ash- I didn't see And that. Ashley Barnes has gone like, um, was that? yeah, it was Ashley Barnes. He's gone like this to try and sort of catch it as well. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Um, but the other bit was, after all of the players kind of descended yeah. back oh, to... Johnny to went back for more. Johnny's just stood there and he's taken it in yeah. and he's just looking at the crowd. And, and, and you could see that all of his dreams were becoming reality. And I thought, what a moment. What Mate. a moment. Because he's just standing there and he's, you know, thousands of Norwich City fans ahead of him in awe of this man. And he's just, I just loved it. I loved it. We stood there. Could you imagine being oh, Johnny Rowe? It's like, what dreams are made of. He is a kid living yeah. his dream. And I, I actually, I got in trouble with the missus after the Derby match. She went, you? do you know what my Christmas wish is, Becky? She went, what is it, Chris? And I went, do you know... I'd love it if Johnny Rowe came around for Christmas dinner. <laughs> she was like, are you taking the piss? I was like, no. Surely she'd love that. I literally worship the man. Mm. And just, do you know what I love about Johnny Rowe? You know, you, you've said it there. Taking in the moment. Mm. And li- just listen to ha- listen to him as well. Mm. His interviews. He's, he, I know it sounds a bit weird bringing up his interviews, but mm, he's, good. he's just got something a bit different mm. about him. He's not the normal, standard, boring footballer. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. He brings an aura that Huckabee brought in that position. Mm. You know, people laughed at me. You're not laughing anymore, are you? Yeah? Double <laughs> derby delight for Johnny Rowe. Mm. You know, he is a, he is now in the history books. Absolutely. He caused, you know, you know Port, Portley Road was his playground. Mm. As you posted, Jack, I, I'm so I'm so glad as well because so often you, you know we've had some really good players here over the years that just haven't quite done it in the big moments, and for that reason you you don't forget them, mm-hmm. but you don't remember them as fondly as you probably should. Whatever happens now with with Johnny, if he, God, I really hope he doesn't go in January. But I don't think he will. I don't think he will either. But let's just say he does. He will be remembered here yeah. as an absolute hero. Yeah. And and you're right, Chris. The way that he speaks in interviews, he's engaging. He's captivating. He's He's just got this energy mm. that I love, yeah. and, it, and it's the type of player I want to see do well in a Norwich shirt. I'm proud, you know, when when people come up to me who aren't Norwich fans and go, "Call that Johnny Rose, yeah, especially." Yeah, yeah. It makes me, it makes me so so proud, and, I, and I've honestly been buzzing for the last three days. Look, it wasn't the wasn't the best performance in the world. It yeah. was, uh, you know, Ipswich were, were the better side on the day. But for the moments that we got from that will live for me yeah, forever. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I'm so, so grateful to all of those players who really dug in when mm. they needed to. It was a sense of, of, of real proudness after the game. Two, two special shout-outs aside from, from Johnny Rowe. We can go on the Rowe show for, for the whole of this episode, I'm sure, Jack, and we'll come back to it when we, when we do the question statements rants and lots of raves at the end of this episode, I'm sure. Two special shout-outs from me. Big up to Sam McCallum. Yes. Yeah. I mean, talk about being thrown in. I thought, uh, he, I to, thought, he, had to t- I thought he had a tough first half. Oh, no, absolutely, mate. But, you know, kudos to him. Yeah. You know, I know it was tough. Um, but he rode the wave, you know, all given, you know, just. But fair play to him. I you tell know, you what, I was... Huge occasion for him. Him and, Ke- and my other one is Kenny McLean as well. Yeah. 
And I think now, and I, and look, don't get me wrong, I, I still think it's I still think it's silly to to, to have our, our captain uh, that is an attacking midfielder uh, play, playing centre back. But I think there now needs to be a conversation around. Has Kenny officially transitioned into a centre-back now? Well, look, I mean, I just wanted to say about McCallum. Yeah, go for um, it. Thought he had a really tough first half against Wes Burns, who was really good and got him behind. But the good, the, the brilliant thing with McCallum was the, the cross for that first row goal all comes from him, really, on that, on that left-hand yeah. side. I thought what he did really well that wasn't really spoken about, I think Chris Sutton actually mentioned it a few times, but not loads, was... He cut out so many passes mm. high up the pitch before an attack could, could start. That was really impressive and something I haven't really seen with Dimi Anula. So particularly in that second half, because they bring off Wes Burns and they bring on Hutchinson, who's a tricky little winger. And McCallum must have been absolutely puffing by that point. Mm. This is his first game of the season, maybe his second or third or whatever. But he hasn't played too much because of, of Dimi. And I was really impressed with him. Kenny McLean, that was his 200th appearance for, for Norwich City. Yeah. And, and I just looked at it and I thought, you know what? This man has given everything to this football club. It's not always gone to plan. Yep. But what we can't ever disagree on is the fact that he's given everything for this. And, and, and we spoke to him and, and look, he's been through some tough times with this football club and, and been put through the ringer. Um, but you need players mm. like that. He's been put into centre-back. I'm sure he doesn't want to be playing centre-back. It's a tough gig. Yeah. And on sa- on Saturday, I thought he was excellent. I thought he was really good. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I I I think that after we've given him his new contract, I think he's repaying that faith mm. that we've paid in in, in him. Um, I saw someone on social media. I'm so sorry for not remembering. I can't remember everyone and everything. Sorry. Um, someone described Kenny McLean at centre back for Norwich as a pressure valve, mm. and I quite like that analogy because of the fact he is a midfielder. He is able to pick a pass yeah. he's able to bring the ball out mm. and that's what we were saying you know uh, is the good thing about Ben Gibson is he's got that ability to pass a ball mm. uh, and that is what Kenny does exceptionally well at centre back you know uh, as always we're, we're big Kenny McLean fans I forgot there's someone else we need to mention who deserves a bloody everyone needs a mention who, well I know but this man deserves a bloody big mention as well City's number one, son of Brian Gunn. We've got Angus in goal. It was a, it was a yeah. what a save at the end to save the day, eh? Huge off Broadhead and and, and another player. Angus, I always think Angus is quite. When you speak to him in person, you're in his presence. He's quite reserved and he's quite mm-hmm. um, calming. But God, he steps up on on the big occasions. But this is it, mate. Like I, I, I sort of my mindset changed when I saw that save from Angus. It, it reminded me. You've got Derby experience. Mm. And actually, he's got Norwich City winning the Derby or undefeating the Derby in his blood. Mm. He stood with me in the upper Barclay, you know, giving the Ipswich fans pelters. Mm. He fucking cares about mm. making sure we don't lose to mm. the scum. What a save it was. And I, and I think that, that Derby experience yeah. would have really assured his defence in front of him, mm. actually. Mm. So big up to Angus. I, th- I think Angus was, was, absolutely brilliant Angus was great. And actually, aside from the save, the, the broadhead miss after he danced through a whole defence early on. Mm. It, yes, he should have scored. Yes, it was a bad miss. But if you watch Angus, he's quick off his line. Yeah. He makes himself big. And if you actually look at the angle behind broadhead... He hasn't got too much space to tuck that home and he's gone for the only empty space and he's yeah, just yeah. dragged it wide. So he, he's done well there. And yeah, you're right, he cares. And and actually, I, I looked at that team. You've got Angus um, in goal, cares deeply. Kenny McLean, 
cares deeply. You've got a leader in Ashley Barnes who just lives for these derby days. Yeah. I was I was watching, I saw a clip back of Burnley when they played Blackburn last season, obviously massive derby. When Barnes scores, it was like the the tackle on the on the goalkeeper. Barnes scores against um Blackburn and just shoves the yeah. keeper into the back of the Class. net. That's what it's about and that's what you need. The other player I have to mention, <clears throat> Gabby Sara. Now he was playing a bit deeper on Saturday. And the battle was very much him against Sam Morsi. And look, Morsi's a brilliant player and a bit of a shithouse himself. Gabby Sarah won that battle. He mopped everything up. He orchestrated the tempo beautifully. Yeah. When Norwich were under the cosh, particularly <clears throat> in that first half, there were times where Gabby Sarah gets the ball mm. and with his quality can yeah. just buy just bide some time. And I watched that and I thought it was an absolute masterclass from Gabby Sarah. Yes, and him coupled up with Borja Sainz mm. as well, who made another start. We've we've been banging the Borja drum all season long. Looked really he's, good. He's been ready and waiting, and it's been so silly that he's not started well, earlier. No, 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 no. no, no, no. It's just, just stupid. Just mate. hear me out, because yeah, look, yes, at the yes, now it looks silly, but you know we don't get to see what goes on in training. No, 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 no. I'm not. No, having no, no. This. Just if listen. Just listen. I'm trying to give Wagner some credit here. Maybe if Wagner would have chucked him in at the start, he might not have looked ready. He might have been eaten up. Maybe tactically he wasn't quite ready. Maybe he didn't have enough of the English language. Maybe actually this is a masterclass from David Wagner. He's thrown him in at the right time when he yeah. knows he's ready yeah. and he's taken the world by storm. I'm not saying he should have been in the start of the season. Of course he had his injury as well and I get the English language thing. I understand that, Jack. But we've 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 missed a good month of Borja signs now. He's yeah, he been ready. He looks good. I'm not having that he's not ready. At the end of the day, mate, you're a talented footballer, you're a talented footballer. Let your fucking football do the talking. Mm. Do you want to talk about Borja signs? And people laughed at laughed at me for this as well. Emmy Buendiresque. The like his low centre centre of gravity, the ball stick to mm. stuck to his feet and and again against Ipswich. He's one of those players where if you've got Borja running at you, mm. you don't really know where to go because he can he can take it out on the left, he can take it out on the right, he might just fucking nutmeg you mm. and pull your pants down. The boys of absolute genius. Yeah. Borja signs massive player for Norwich City, and honestly, yeah, he brilliant. Yeah, I've got and, and also uh, the, the one I thought he looked a lot fitter on. Yeah, Saturday yeah because I he, agree with that. Yeah. After sort of 70 minutes against Sheffield Wednesday, I thought he looked a bit leggy, and that's yeah. not a criticism of Borja. He's not played this season, but. Full, basically a full 90 on, on Saturday. Looked sharp throughout, throughout the whole thing. Another player who I'm going to mention, I think we've now done the full 11, <laughs> Shane Duffy, <coughs> who, look, he's, he's had mistakes in him this season. Set up the second goal, made a vital block. I think it was off Broadhead or Burns early on in the first half. Yeah. Won so many aerial duels and... I think he's starting to form a bit of a relationship with with Kenny McLean. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm still not overly confident in him, mm-hmm. but if we're taking that game in isolation, I thought he was really good. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I've 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 criticised Shane Duffy a lot. Um, I believe rightly so, but at the same time, deserves credit where credit's due for that Derby performance. And he, it was and, a good performance. And equally, like I think, much like Barnes, a player that thrives off of those conditions, yes, like yes. can can rough and can get sort of rough yeah. and ready. Um, you don't want to be a, a defender and an attacker in kind of in those aerial duels um, in that type of game. I was I was weird. I was watching a um, a video clip with Tom Lockyer yes. this morning. Who, by the way, really hope he's yeah, he's recovering. It's horrible to see. Awful. But he was talking about the playoff final, another game in which he collapsed in. 
but he was saying he, he all he wanted to do in that game was win his first battle. Mm. Just uh, if it was take him out, yeah. he was up against um, Jokeres of, of of Coventry, win the first battle, and I think all of those players had that mentality. Yes, yes and did so. They, yeah. they they showed them they were there. They showed them they meant business, mm. and that that set a tone. That set a statement. And I, and I haven't seen that this season, yeah. really. And that's what impressed me. I don't know what it was. And look, let's look. We've been critical of David Wagner all season, and I think rightly not, so. Oh, not, I don't think no, all no, maybe season. not all season, but for parts. Yes. And I think rightly so because I think there is more to get out of this squad, and that's what frustrates me. I think he got it right on Saturday. I think yeah, he set up. I well. do agree. I agree. There were there were moments in that first half where. It, we were so open in the middle mm. of the park, but I think we adapted quite well. Yeah. But the one thing we cannot say is that he's lost the dressing room. Because Absolutely agreed, yeah. The players love him. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're playing for him. Yeah. And that's half the battle here. Yeah. So, yeah. look, we can criticise Wagner all we want and nothing really changes in terms of performance levels from Saturday. But something we certainly can't beat him with is is that he's lost the dressing room because that's simply not the case. But 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 what I would the, the only thing I, yeah absolutely totally agree with all that Jack. The only thing I'd say is now we go into these festive festive fixtures and let's see the same amount of intensity, oh, absolutely, yeah. of courage, yeah. of desire, of passion, of fight to get these fucking points because and get it, ourselves into the playoffs because that that's where. David and his coaching staff need to be able to get more out of these players. Yes. You know, of course you're going to be up for a derby. It's yes. the bloody East Anglian derby. If you're not up for that, I'm seriously worried. Um, they've passed that test. Mm. They've got through it. And they deserve praise. But now, now's where we need to see, um, you know, as I've said already, let's use this as a platform to build I think on. you're spot on, Chris. Not I... a nil-nil draw at home. Let's see a really, a really positive performance where we pepper shots on goal. Mm where we dominate possession at home. That's what we want to see. I think you're spot on, because I think you can win a lot of games in this division with that. Like, you need to be set up correctly, and you need quality, yes. But I, I watched the Ipswich game against Watford, and they weren't better than Watford on the mm. day. They just they found a way, yes. they dug in, yes. they showed character, they rode their luck. Norwich can do that yeah. this season against probably 22 of the 24 yeah. teams. You've got a couple of teams in here who... Yeah the only way you're going to beat is with sheer quality Leicester maybe Southampton but the rest yeah bit, bit more average. intensity let's see each other you know running through brick walls for each other and totally I know it's cliche cool. and I'm, but that can really but we've seen do it, things we've seen it's work yeah something that made me laugh go on then uh, with, uh, with our occasion at Portley Road is post-match mm. Scum fans saying uh, we're not bothered. Oh well, I'd rather be in our position, in uh, in second place, and we're twenty one points ahead. Yada yada yada, mate. Ipswich fans saying they're not bothered. Right. This is honestly the most ridiculous thing ever. Okay. They set fireworks off pre match outside the wrong hotel. In the, okay? in the in the middle of the night. Yeah. They lined the streets pre match like a pathetic little parade. It was just tragic, okay? They lobbed various items at two 80-year-olds trying to get to the game. In the car, not and, actually at them. And they revealed a giant bin bag across the, the, their entire stand pre-match. And they're saying they're not bothered. I, I just, I find it hilarious. Mm. And they're so bothered, aren't they? All these posts on social media, it's all blue and white, mate. The Norwich fans, we're just sitting here chuckling, aren't we? Mm. 14 years undefeated. Mm. 
I mean, blooming heck. Do they want any more? Do they want any chips with their salt? <laughs> Honestly, it's so salty. But them saying they're not bothered is just, it, it just made me laugh so look, much. I, I, I think, look, if, we, if we're being serious, were they the better team on the day? Yes. yes. Have they been the better team this season? Yes. yes. Are they in a bit of better position as a club than us? Yes. Yes. But it is just amusing that once again, they fail to beat us. And look, Ipswich fans will be disappointed. I spoke to... Oh no, they're not bothered. They're not bothered, They, they will be disappointed. I spoke to, to Ben on Sunday morning, who is the most level-headed Ipswich fan, who, you know, of, of anyone I expected to be like, I'm not bothered, would have been him. And he was disappointed. He was like, this was our yeah, chance. Good. Yeah, good. You know, we have been looking at this. Their next um, couple of games will define their season. I Leeds so. away, Leicester at home. If they can get through them that unscathed, I think they go up. Daniel yeah, Farker. Daniel Farker at Leeds is coming under some stick. <coughs> yeah. I think I think Leeds fans are starting to realise that yeah. you know it's not all glory with Daniel Farker. So that will be interesting to see how that one develops. Russell Martin going very well at Southampton. So they're just over their shoulder. Mm. Look, they are a good team. They've got a fantastic manager. Delighted, absolutely delighted that we got something. Should we get on some Twitter questions? Yes, let's. Because I, I'm really excited to see what the, the mood is like. Are we get Are we getting carried away, or 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 is the is the sentiment amongst the right. fan base the same? Come on, then I'll let you. I'll let you go first. Billy. Yeah. Billy who? Billy M. And his profile pictures with me. I think oh. that might have been at Bristol City. Oh, actually. Hello, Billy. Um, question. Ooh, friend. How many years? Statement. Fourteen. <laughs> Rant, <laughs> it's not 15. Rave, we'll be after April. <laughs> 14 years, 14 years, Norwich City. Love that, Billy. 14 years, 14 years, I see. Love that, Billy. Uh, let's go on from Maxim. He go says, on. question. <clears throat> With Sarge coming back and our limited funds, I'd love us just to focus on getting a younger left centre-back with a bit of pace in January. Personally, I can only see us doing one deal in January. So which position would you mm. prioritise if you were Napper? I wouldn't go with it. I think I agree with you, Max. I wouldn't go with a striker because Sarge is coming back. back. Yeah. You've got Barnes. You've got Ida. Yeah. Huang will probably go back in January. Well, almost, we don't almost know. Hope, almost hope he does. Don't know. I think wide areas, we're okay. You've got Rowe. And Science, who are my starters. Yes. You've got Hernandez yep. and Poheta. You've got Christian Fasnacht. Yeah. So you've got you've got space there. For me, there's one position that is glaringly obvious that we need. Okay. Defensive midfielder. But yeah, no, no, and I totally agree with you. Um, I don't think David Wagner th- thinks he needs that. Well, I think it, it kind of feels a little bit. Look, let's, th- let's get let's get Gabby where he should be yeah I agree and that's where he can be potent the really amazing thing is like we played Saturday and we played on Wednesday where you've basically got you've got Kenny at centre back yeah. you've got Nunes and Sarah in front of him but when Kenny comes forward which he often does Nunes not only is he basically a centre back he's kind of like a sweeper where he's almost as deep as Angus Gunn yeah funny enough. and I'm watching it going what's what, going on is this work like <laughs> this is kind of working but it doesn't feel right should I like this yeah it's really strange as you as a as a famous philosopher once said it's like a dirty doner kebab and <laughs> um, for me it's centre back despite the positive performances 
he obviously doesn't fancy Danny Bart for some reason, which doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. Um, and and if you're not going to start Jaden Warner in there, who by the way I still think should be should be playing football for us. Um, I'm not buying the he was injured thing. He might have maybe had a little injury, but he should be playing more football than he is. For me, you've got to sign a centre back. Grant Hanley's back. Play, yeah, play but after 21. a big injury, mate, can you really? I don't know. Can you gamble on that? I mean, again, though, we come back to this argument of like Danny Bart was signed probably with the promise of you're going to be fourth choice. Right, you've got Gibson who's injured. Well, you say that maybe you're, you've you're got, guessing. You've got you're Gibson, making an assumption there. Duffy, now Kenny McLean, Warner. I don't Bart. believe that. I don't believe who's going to come in. Why would Danny Bart sign for us, Jack? Well, I think he probably thought he had a chance, but you've still. Oh yeah, yeah. No bloody wonder you're, you're he thought go, he had a chance. I think you're going to have to spend a significant amount of money mm. to bring in someone who is guaranteed. To be better than the five I've just listed. I don't. Uh, my position on the whole January transfer window, I have no expectations. I don't, I don't get how all the narrative was. We haven't got any money to all of a sudden now. Oh, we could sign some players in January. Mm. That to me doesn't. I, I'm not. I'm not adding that up. Maybe I've missed something. I know that there's I, there's some debt that's been you know not written off but essentially moved, and that that makes it work. And I and I kind of get that, but. For me, I'm not expecting us to sign any showstoppers in I, January to help us get into the playoffs. I think for me, it's almost a, a, a good window would be keeping Rowe and, um, and Sarah. He's, they would almost be like two new signings, I think. i tell you who will be like a new signing. And this is a great point from Josh Fletcher, who says, Statement, things are looking bright for us at Norwich City. <laughs> Josh Sargent to come back in the coming weeks and a few more injuries and then heading into the January transfer window, which by the sounds of it could be a busy one. I think playoff hopes are still a possibility, boys. I see. I love the positivity there. I, I want to try to not want to try to not get ahead of myself here. But the key point I want to pluck out of that: Josh Sargent to come back. It's going to be massive for us, isn't it, Jack? It will and, be. and I think you know there'll be people saying, "Oh, you know, don't expect much. Don't expect, expect much." Mm. USA, USA. I think it's amazing, isn't it? You know, and 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 you know what, Josh, get carried away, get excited. This this is what it's all about. But it's so funny how margins are so small in football because Norwich could have quite easily gone into that first half break 4-0 down you know if Broadhead takes his chances if Burns takes mm. his chances and and then it's not you know everything's looking right for Norwich City I think Sargent is huge I think there's been a few games this season that we haven't won particularly at home where if he plays we win yeah I think he's just got that chances, yeah. that quality above I thought he was so good at the start of the season stretches back lines his runs are intelligent yeah physically strong he's like really big for us we just have to hope that he comes back as good as he looked because he's been out for a long yeah. while you know we say with Hanley and like Ashley Barnes mate sorry to interrupt you there he might take a little bit of time to absolutely, warm up again absolutely but I, Sergeant returning is huge Jason NCFC says rate Johnny Rowe's chances for making the championship team of the season shifty eye emoji money bag emoji he's of course referencing your bet a thousand pounds big see if he makes championship team of the season Jack I tell you what if it wasn't I tell you if it was definitely he definitely would be in there if it wasn't for his unfortunate injury yeah um, a double in the derby looks as potent as ever before despite the fact he wasn't really in the game that much came up with the goods mate I think you're in trouble let me tell you a stat go on Players aged under 21 in the top two division, top two divisions in England, Spain, Germany, Italy, and France. This is going to turn me on, isn't to it? To have scored 10 plus league goals this season. This is going to arouse me, isn't two it? Two players have done it. Johnny Rowe, 
Yeah. Jude Bellingham. Oh! It came from Colby. He's running down the wing. Mate, he's just... Look, if, if, if the player of this... If the, I'd worship Johnny Rowe. I'd the, worship him. If the championship team of the season was based on vibes alone, he wins it. Um, look, yeah, he's... he's He's been He's, brilliant. The boy's got everything. Uh, Jeffman98 says, Statement, 14 years. Uh, Hayden Brown, let's let's stay on the Johnny Rowe show, shall we? Hayden mm. Brown says, Statement, get the contract out, slap it on the table, and let Johnny Rowe write whatever he wants on it. And I agree, Hayden. And I would actually say, this is Ben Napper's big priority. He shouldn't be napping on this one. He, he's got to get Johnny Rowe on a long-term contract. I don't think you can do over five years now. Or is that Premier League? I saw a rule came out recently. But if you're able to in the Championship, get someone on a lifetime contract. Get him on it. And I think Ro- give him the keys to the club. Let him. Do you know what? Give him whatever he wants. Yeah. Give him a statue. Rename. Uh, rename a. Uh, you know. I don't know. One of the, the the rundown bars in the city stand. Rename one of them after it the more after Johnny Rowe. Get a statue outside the ground. You know, you know, Spurs have got the the hot spell on top of the stadium yeah. roof. I think we should have Johnny Rowe. Like this? No, yeah, yeah. Johnny Rowe just pointing up, yeah. and then before each game, we can all just like worship yeah. him. I agree. Give him what he wants, I th- and I think Rowe will. Rowe will. Rowe will know. And I'm a poet, and I didn't even know it. Um, He's in a good place with this team. He's guaranteed yeah. game time. He's adored. Yeah. I'd love to see Rowe stick it out until at least the end of the season because his I development is coming along. I think he will. Um, and he's. I think the next move for him is a Premier yeah. League club ready. And I'm sure he would be very good in the Premier League, but he's not guaranteed mm. game time there. Mm. We've seen it with Omar Bamadeli. Hardly played for Forest. True. Let's not... <laughs> that's just because I want to keep him there. Don't move too soon, Johnny. Your career depends on it. Well, you're he best wa- off here. Well, I know he watches, so Johnny, <laughs> we've warned you. And what about this from William Tyler? Question, but after this, fact. Whatever Ipswich Town do, wherever they are, they cannot shake off Norwich City. They remain in Norwich City's shadow. Sky Sports commentary yeah. is a cold, cold true line, says William Tyler. I thought the Sky coverage was brilliant. Chris Sutton, uh, Matt Holland, I thought they were excellent. No, yeah. Sutton, Sutton's class. Sutton's brilliant. Um, I thought it was interesting, actually. Kieran McKenna is very composed and and reserved, and you, you rarely see emotion from Kieran McKenna. He was rattled post-match. He was very rattled post-match. I yeah. think he was coming out with some comments, and I thought, well, that's a little bit naughty, Kieran. Yeah, where are your chips? Where are your, where are your chips, McKenna, with all that salt? Yeah. He said... He said they, I think he said something like they, they were in control the whole game. Yeah. I'm sorry, let me just look in the fucking football dictionary here of in control. 2-1 down at home. 2-1 <laughs> down at home. In control, Kieran. If that's control, I want to know what's, uh, what's out of control. It's so true. Oh, ridiculous, Kieran. Get some chips with your salt, son. Jack Wright. What were you all up to in 2009? I genuinely can't even no, remember. I can't remember. 2009, I would have been t- 11. Yeah. What was I doing as an I was probably still playing with my action man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's super. Oh, no context is going to be on that, I'm sure. Um <laughs> Playing with you, what? 
Um, I I uh, I remember where I was exactly where I was when Norwich last uh, lost to the Scum. It was in black and white. Uh, I was watching it at Dunstan Hall, funnily enough. Right. Yeah, I was watching it at Dunstan Hall, and there was a couple of Scum fans in there. Right. It wasn't in nice. Dunstan. I want to bring this up from Ben, and there's, you know, I've seen a few people, I've seen a few Ipswich fans, you know, give it the, um, oh, you, are you Wagner in this week? Mm. Are you Wagner in this week? Well, no, no. I, I still think medium and long term, we need to we need to look at coaching and, and, and improve it with the personnel that we've got. In the short term, I, I think, uh, hang on, let me get to the fucking question. Ben says, question, do we think Wagner is the right man long term to get us where we want to be. For me, I'm still not so sure. I still think the way we set up doesn't get the best out of the players consistently enough. And as a team in possession, we look lost even in the games we've won. Where do you stand on David Wagner now, Jack? Because look, one loss in seven, he's managed to not get, I say he, Norwich have got through it without being mauled to death at Portaloo Road. Is there a stake and claim that David Wagner is the man to take this club forwards? Well, look, the, the form of the last month you certainly can't grumble at. I think what you can grumble at is, is still the performances. Maybe, maybe this is the result we needed because it was, it was weird, wasn't it? On, on Wednesday night against Sheffield Wednesday, we beat them 3-1 and actually, for large parts, looked really good. I thought it was a fairly complete performance from Norwich against the Sheffield Wednesday side on the up. And I still walked away from that feeling a bit flat. And I don't know what it was because really we couldn't have asked for too much more. Mm-hmm. We scored three goals. Science was brilliant. Yeah. La 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 la. And I just I walked away and still felt there's there's something yeah. missing. Yeah. And maybe that's just the mood of the season. Yeah. And, and maybe yeah. actually this has changed it. If we beat Huddersfield, I don't think I'm going to be feeling flat. But uh, I don't know. I look. I I think long term we do need a change. Okay. And I still think this team. Like if, we, if we're being deadly serious, the performance mm. against Ipswich, we did wrote, we did ride our luck, and it wasn't a complete performance. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I agree with that. So, does it change things? Yeah, it does a little bit yeah. from a mentality shift, but um, you can't deny the fact that we are still, you know, mid-table. We're we are, yeah. you know, let's let's play into the Ipswich narrative. We are twenty-one points behind a team who were in League One last season. Yeah, yeah. And like that's not acceptable. Um, so I, th- I think that they're a bit of a. Re- I think I don't know. I think I think you've sort of hung on to something there, Jack. I think they're, they're you, you've pulled them into the equation. They're a very one-off. Okay, situation. okay. So like, all right, look, put put those out of the picture. You would have been disappointed if I said to you at the start of the season we'd be I don't know what would be tenth, ninth, yeah, like five points off the playoffs. But I think what it does do is it, it affords him a little bit more time. Uh, should, should, the, the, the should mood, he get until the end of the season, for the, example? The mood has lifted, which I think is important. Yes, agreed. Should he get until the end of the season? For me? I think, I think he will. Well, look... I, I, yeah, I, I think let's yeah. put aside what I think. I think the club will give him that. The only thing the I would say, Jack, is if they don't see him as the long-term gaffer... Yeah. But he's going to get the January transfer window. Yeah, yeah. Or is, it, or is Ben Napper going to lead on that? And I, I don't know. It's a very interesting conversation to have. I'm not sure. What I am willing to, to to sort of make very clear, I'd be more than happy for David Wagner and his coaching staff to prove me, us, completely yeah. wrong. You know, get these boys playing at full Kelty. Yeah. Dominate games. Play the attacking, um, you know, proactive, 
you know, fun game that, that we were promised. You know, David Wagner came on our podcast and described what football he, he wants to watch. He says that he doesn't like to watch boring football. Mm. He doesn't want to be a part of boring football. So let's see it. Prove us wrong. Get yourself, get these players. These players are more than, more than good enough to get in the playoffs, Jack. And look, look we've, we've, we have said it throughout the season and everyone's, you know, been on board. It's like, he's a very good bloke. The players are still very much behind him. <clears throat> so n- not everything is bad. Yeah. You know, this is this is salvageable. I, I I would have got rid of him after Cardiff, um, pre international break, and I, and I would have made a change then. It almost feels now like if you, you, you if you're not going to sack him pre January, which mm. we're not, you may as well keep him for the I, season. I I think I, I said it in the last podcast. I I think Napa knows his man, and I don't think he's available right now. Is his man that? Is his man? Wagner? I don't think so. No. I don't think okay. so. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But uh, if, if, we, if we're taking this in a very isolated yeah. moment, yeah. the mood's lifted, and that does yes. a lot. The yes. city feels lighter, you're going to be coming to Car Road with a bit more of a spring mm-hmm. in your step. Yeah. That will help. Yes, agreed. Jamie Everson, and we've already spoke about this uh, a little bit, so we won't do it too much, but... Um, he says, question, is Ashley Barnes actually doing enough on the pitch to keep his place? I, th- 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 this, th- there's this growing, I don't know, narrative feeling within the fans that they're not feeling Ashley Barnes. I don't, I don't think I, that's fair. Do you I, not? I think, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing a fair few people criticise him. Yes, I think in terms strictly performances. I think people like Barnes. Yeah. But I think then people are, oh, yeah. people are maybe frustrated with his level of performance. My point is, I think it's incredibly harsh. I think the lad's just back from from injury. He's been out for a while, and um, and you see, he's he's. I don't know. It's people will say it's cliche, it's cheap, it's predictable, but it's true. On the pitch, Nor- when he is on the pitch, yeah. Norwich City are better. The stats back it up. The stats back up. We, well, let, let's let, we let me pull the stat. Up. We, yeah, you brother. Yeah. Facts don't care about feelings. We always say this on the on the, on the podcast. Look. Uh, Ashley, Ashley will know himself that he's he's got some 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 room to 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 get up to full levels again. I'm sure after being out 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 with an injury. But here's um, the stat. Go on. When Barnes plays, yes, played twelve, won seven, drawn three, lost two. Yeah, twenty four points, points per game of two a game. When Barnes hasn't played, played ten, won two, drawn one, lost seven, seven points, points per game. 0.7 so as you say the, the stats do back it up when Barnes yeah. plays he and and I, and I think if I'm taking it to a very low level of football and the, and the teams that I've played in right and and this doesn't translate but teams are better when you've got a leader yes Barnes is a leader and and I think he's got the experience yes he's, he might not have the legs what is he 32 or 30 he might mm-hmm. be older than that he's not a 25-year-old in peak performance. I look at Adam Eder and I look at the... I mentioned it earlier. I look at the connection between him and Barnes. Yeah. Eder's still learning his trade. He's young. He looks up to Barnes. And when the going got tough on Saturday, yes, he might have made the odd mistake on the pitch. And that will happen when you've got a, a lad who's come in on a free transfer towards the end of his career. They will make mistakes. But he will carry Johnny Rowe over the line. He mm. will carry Adam Eder. He will. They will be learning off yes. of him. They will be looking up to him and they'll yes. be taking nuggets of experience is he the all-round player no 
will he help this side go forwards? Yeah, I believe he will. Yeah. No, I, I, I do massively. And, and there's a point that's been ma- made here by Tom George, Jack. And, and he says, Barnes epitomises what a derby is all about. Mm. OK, didn't have a performance that lit up the world. Arguably at fault for their second, but can't fault his passion and determination. His tackle on their keeper really set the tone it for did. us. We've already brought this up. It did. We weren't going to roll over. Mm. And, I, and I don't want people to think, oh, you know, oh, Here's, here's Revo, you know, just going all in on, on the passion wagon. I do, look, I, I'm a massive passion merchant. People can, I can always be persuaded by passion. I just think it's so obvious, Jack, and you've highlighted this, how he galvanises this group of players. They all look to Ashton mm. Barnes for advice, for guidance, for motivation. You know, when the, when the, when the storm is rough, mm. they look to Ashley, they look to Kenny. And one of the things that I would say is, you look at all, not all, because I don't think Pookie was that player, but most of the successful Norwich City teams, some of the most successful Norwich City teams from over the over the years that have won the division, and they they all had a, a, a spine of leaders, mm. a spine of leaders from the goalkeeper all the way through to to up front. Obviously, you know, a, a Grant Holt, for example, or. Yeah. Even you could say a, a Leo McKenzie, um, a Ewan Roberts. These are all leaders, Jack. Mm. Ashley Barnes is that leader. Yeah, I agree. He's that leader. And critically, he ain't going to let this Norwich City team get their belly tickled. And, and I think, I thought, the, I thought the game against Sheffield Wednesday missed two glorious chances in that first half. And, I, and, and I, I actually liked the celebration when he finally scored. He was angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was angry. And, and, and I like that. I want someone frustrated when they're missing yeah, chances. agreed. This is a brilliant uh, comment from Paul. Norfolk Paul's got in touch. Is that his handle on social? Norfolk Paul. Norfolk Paul. In 2009, yeah. my television broke. Faced with the prospect of having to do something else, I talked to the wife and we found something else to do. Right. Fast forward to today, I've got a 14-year-old son who's never seen the scum beat us on the Ball City. <laughs> that is absolutely superb. Wow. Norfolk Paul. Norfolk Paul. 2009 was a good year. Blimey. Might, might read anything to <laughs> horny Paul. Um, Ashley Bootle says, whisper it quietly. Five points off six. <laughs> It's championships funny, isn't it, Chris? Because last season we were doing the exact same. Couple of wins, we're in the mix. We've got another platform. Yeah, we've we, got another platform. We, no, do we, they want it, Jack? We do, do they want this? We do have a foundation. I mean, the Christmas period will, I think, will define the season. Let's talk about the Christmas period, Jack. I want to bring this up, right? The festive fixtures. I yeah. want to ask you for your hopes and predictions, okay? Yeah. So, Huddersfield at home. West Brom away, Millwall away, Saints at home. Okay? It's not an easy. It's not an easy period. A couple of tough ones in there, in my opinion. Right. So let's do it. Let's go one for one. Right. Huddersfield at home have to beat them. Yeah. So your hopes we win. Your prediction is we win. What's your score? Three 0 God, I love that from you. I'll 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 match you. On I, th- that I one. think we 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 have to beat Huddersfield. hundred oh, percent, mate. No excuses. West Brom away. I'm, I'm worried about this tough one. one. We'll take a draw. Would take a draw. Yeah, I would take a draw too. God, imagine if we won that. They're going well, and and, and I think they yeah, are. Yeah, but imagine if we won it. I think they are the team, aren't they? That are probably. They're looking on for the playoffs. Now. Yeah, they're looking very. Good. So, uh, but a good litmus test, right? A good test yeah. to see where we're at. But I would say, Jack. Well, hang on a minute. You got a draw at Portaloo Roads. 
Go and get a result at West Brom. It's different, different. Yeah, but why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, but I'm not. Ex- I, I'm, I'm not tolerating less levels than that. No, now. no, no. They've now shown I know this team have got it. Yeah, yeah. Let's see it. Yeah. No, I agree. West I, Brom. Still take so a point. we'd obviously take a point, but to be honest with you, I think we're going to lose that game. I do think we're going to lose that game. You know what? I'm, I'm hopeful. One-one. Fine. Millwall away. We love a Millwall away. Win for me. Win. Tough, but we win. We win I think that you're game. right. I think we do win that one. Gabby Sarah special again. Think, oh, a, a, that a was Sarah, a highlight of last season. Sarah Sizzler. Um, Southampton at home. Ooh, tough one. Return of Russ. We get beaten. I, I actually think that Southampton have more of a chance of top two than Leeds. Ooh, I think really? they're going. I think they're twelve unbeaten. They're scoring goals. They've they're, come good now, haven't they? Yeah, and and you expected them to under Russ. They've got the players. There's no excuse. Look, they I, should be in the top two. Look, I backed them. I backed them to win the league. I don't, I don't think they're going to do that now, but I think they are the the outside of Leicester. Mm. They are the shining light in this division, and that that's the toughest game. Me too. So, I, so have, have we agreed we're going to get two wins? I mean, I, I would, but I, we this, are going to beat Huddersfield and we're going to beat Millwall in the away. next four games. I would snap your hand off for seven points. Right. Let us know in the comment section. However, wherever you're watching, what's your what's your points prediction I, I, for I the think, next four? The I festive think, fixtures. I think if you take seven points, you keep pace with with the playoffs and then, and then you can start to build Sarge will be back yeah just get yourself in it I think just keep pace yeah just claw yourself into the playoffs and also and then Sarge comes along more importantly as well against Huddersfield 23rd of December let's see a all round performance yeah I agree I want goals yeah I want a solid defensive, yes. and I want I want to be off my seat I don't I, yeah I don't want a I want defensive to go, boring display no. don't, don't do it David Give us a performance. Try, try, try giving us a performance and, again. And I think it all depends on how Huddersfield set up because Sheffield. You know what? I was I was impressed by Sheffield Wednesday. They weren't that. Shit. They weren't bad you at all. You said they were the worst side ever in championship Pre- history. New manager, and I think I think that shows that a good head coach can rally a group. I, I thought they agree. were really impressive at times, but we we prefer to play against teams where we can get in behind yeah. and eat her off the shoulder yes. and row off the shoulder we we struggle when it's a really deep block yeah. like against Preston so I'm hoping Huddersfield try and do mm. something and if they don't well let's find the quality to cut through them Finley says rave Jonathan Rowe can't disagree with that can you we can I, rave about him all day I, I, long Jonathan Rowe is writing himself into the history books at, at, at Norwich City I, th- I think he's been excellent I think he's the type of player that we will mm. look back on in 10 years and go Oh, we were lucky to have him. Daniel Wright says, Rave, the police escort walking in the middle of the road like a million dollars out of the ground with rattled Ipswich fans on either path. The abuse, the blue flares. It made my first away derby very memorable and special. 14 years. And he's even put a little kiss at the end. I think well. it must have been a great... If that's your first derby, it must yeah, have been great. Yeah. I think when you're walking off the train and... I mean, the policing's always shambolic for, for this. They kind of escort you and then it's just mm. a free-for-all and it does get messy. I saw a few clips of trouble and it's always a shame when it boils over. Like, you know, you go into these games and, and you do hate the opposition and, mm. and you can have a bit of back and forth. I just never like seeing it bubble over. Well, mate, obviously, like, a bit of banter. Yeah. Like, like, we're having a bit of banter. Like, that's totally fine. But, you know, when it gets to abuse and, and you know, personal and obviously when people start fights, it's not good. Uh, ben Jones, his statement. Ha, 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 
Hashtag big day out. Hashtag yellow army. That's a quality statement, that, isn't it? Absolutely. Superb. There Absolutely. We go. Um, basically, mate, you've got to enjoy this. You have. And you know what? I've... I was I was saying I keep I keep banging on to, about Ben Bloom. It's because I've spoken to him more than my family this week. Um, but I keep like so many times I've walked away from Carrow this season and just gone, oh, like where's this all leading? Like mm-hmm. what's this all about? Why are we doing this? And it's moments like Saturday. Yes, we didn't win, but yes. football's more than that. It's more about yeah. it's more about winning. It's about feeling a sense of belonging. Yes. and feeling hope and 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 uniting. And that's what we got Saturday. Us all Norwich fans, you know, wherever you're from, whatever your background, we're united mm. uh, for one feeling, and, and we got that feeling. And 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 yeah. that's why we support Norwich City. That's why we support. It doesn't matter who you support. If you you know, if you support Brighton and you've just beaten Palace, like that feels good. Mm. That feels good. And you know, we can bottle that feeling and, and, and use it. And that's what we need to do now. We can't let yeah. this go to waste. So I guess what we're trying to say is, let's try and look forwards yeah. now. We've got David Wagner as our head coach. Whether you think he's the future or not, fine. Back these boys. Yeah. Back these players. Let's have big atmospheres at Carrow Road over the festive fixtures, yeah? E- e- equally, uh, I know. think it's still important to hold people to high standards. No, of course, yeah, mate, of course. still important to hold people to account. But, but let's try and get positive now. Absolutely. Because we've said it before and we'll say it again. They've given themselves another platform. I know that some of the players watch this. If you're listening, seriously, use this, boys. Yeah. Please use this. Don't let this platform go to waste now, okay? One loss in seven. A draw in the derby against the team second in the league that's been flying, okay? Now it's time to really show what you're made of. I agree. Okay? Silence, silence the doubters. Yeah. Silence the doubters. Prove the naysayers wrong, the 20%. Prove the 20% wrong, the Pompey fans. Absolutely, absolutely. And and the frustration of all of this season for me has been, I think we can do more. Yeah. You know, as, as, as you've said, we and are maybe capable. we will. Maybe we will, Chris. Look, this is our final podcast before Christmas. Merry Christmas. So everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. Get yourself um, a Johnny Rowe t-shirt. Yeah, link in the description. Final chance to get that before before Christmas. Um, have a lovely festive period. I think our next one will be post West Brom. No idea. Not sure. Don't know. So there'll be a few games probably now before before we're back. There'll be loads of content on TNC. Thank you for your unwavering support um, in 2023. We'll have yeah. another podcast before New Year. But take care. Enjoy Christmas. Be merry, and hopefully um, Norwich City can can bring us some Christmas presents. 14 years, 14 years. See you, everyone. Bye-bye.